This is a HeadGum Podcast. This week's episode of... Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. The Complete Guide to Everything is brought to you by Knives. Yeah, not just any knives, though. Kamikoto knives, Tom. Yeah. Tom. They Tom. make great kitchen knives. Yeah, they use traditional techniques. Uh, they've just launched their longest blade in their whole collection, an epic 13-inch-long Yanagiba knife, Tom. I have this thing. I got one, too. It's like a sword. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. Each knife comes in a beautiful heavy-duty ash wood box. They only use st- steel sourced from Japan, and each blade is crafted using techniques that have been honed and perfected by generations of knife smiths. Um, Whoa. And because of their single bevel edge, Kamikoto knives can achieve a wickedly sharp edge. You just can't get with other knives, Tom. They're they're ridiculously sharp, like cut through your ribeye like butter sharp. They'll cut through... I think pretty much anything you throw at them, anything that you know is reasonable yeah, to be cutting. Yeah, you throw them at. Don't throw them. Just no. use them for chopping. Tom, I got these things. I got these knives. I opened mm. the box. It was uh, like a, a beautiful treasure chest. Yeah, it's a, a look. If you're looking for like a nice uh, gift for the holidays, it comes in this really cool wooden box. Yeah. It looks gorgeous. You open it up and you're like, "This is. These are some." Pro knives. Yeah. This is, uh, Comes with like a little certificate. Yeah, Tom. And then I found out that uh, Kamimoto, Kamikoto mm-hmm. knives are used by several chefs working at Michelin star restaurants. So, like, I was like, oh, yeah, I'm a professional. I was cutting up uh, yeah. vegetables with them. The you're other you're day, on Tom. your way to getting a Michelin star. Tom, they, they, they have like a weight to them. Yeah. I was cutting through these uh, these veggies like nothing. I thought I was going to be scared of it because especially the 13 one is a 13 inch one is huge and it's super sharp. They're sharp but, as heck these things. But because of the way it's like uh, weighted, it, it, you, you feel confident with it in your hand. Yeah. You're not afraid of it. Like you said earlier, it makes a great gift, especially because of the, that wooden box. Yeah. It's a nice wooden box. Uh, you can maintain the edge of your blades with one of Kamikoto's sharpening whetstones. Those things are cool as heck. Yeah. And uh, they're so confident that their knives uh, are great, that each one comes with a lifetime guarantee. Yeah. Look, if you go ahead and buy now... Kamikoto is offering our listeners an extra 25% off site-wide on top of their holiday offers, which are bonkers. I didn't know it was that good of a deal. Go to kamikoto.com and use the offer code GUIDE. That's K-A-M-I-K-O-T-O.com slash guide. That's K-A-M-I-K-O-T-O.com slash guide. Do it today. Get these knives. Hello and welcome to The Complete Guide to Everything, a podcast about everything. I'm one of your hosts, Tom. And I'm Tim. Tim, happy holidays almost. Yeah, happy holiday season. Uh, I guess any season is a holiday season, though. Nah, there's like a couple of dead zones, 
right? Like, what's going on in uh, May? Memorial Day. Oh. <laughs> what about June? Flag Day? Flag Day. Yeah. Well, come on, Flag Day. What? People don't do anything for Flag Day. Salute the flag. I'm talking you Nash. unpatriotic. I- Oh. oh, you only do it on Flag Day, huh? I do it especially on Flag Day, but I do it every day. What are you, uh, some kind of uh, un-American guy? Pinko? Yeah, you're going to get uh, cut from the show before you know it, Tom. No, Tim, I'm as American as it comes, and I'll tell you why. Because... I'm as American as a communist, did you say? <laughs> as it comes, as they come. As men. communists? no. Me. All right, we'll see. Uh, because I did some uh, big Black Friday shopping, Tim. <sighs> Not gifts for my loved ones, mind you. Well, that's fine. Nobody, nobody is shopping on Black Friday for actual gifts, are they? Uh, I don't think so. Like I would a feel little bad bit. If somebody was like, "I bought this for you on Black Friday," I would have been like, "No, you should have stayed home." You know what? I feel like could have gotten hurt the past the past few years. I've gotten gifts uh, from my mom, especially that are like Black Friday things that she looks at, you know, what's going on Black Friday. And there are things that are like still expensive, but if it was full price, that would be too expensive of a gift for me. Right. And then I get that. And then it's like, oh, wow, this is a really nice gift. But a lot of times it's like, I don't really have a need for this. Like what? Um, I'm trying to think. Your mom also probably rightly knows how much you like gadgets. Yeah. But she doesn't know that you're like secretly like, Mom, this is the wrong gadget. Well, no, actually, last year, I talked about this. Last year, she bought me an air fryer, which Mm. I'm pretty sure she picked up because she saw, you know, it was like half half price on Black Friday. I love that thing. I use that thing all the time. Do you still use it all the time? Yeah, I use it at least once or twice a week, Mm. at least. Uh, one time, Tom, when you and I were roommates, uh-huh. you got a deep fryer, yeah, and it was a point of contention. <laughs> right. Well, that's the air fryer doesn't. You have... left the deep fryer right outside my bedroom door, <laughs> and you always made it was in a cabinet. No, I mean... it wasn't. It was it was out on the on the oh, counter. Yeah. Uh, with the oil that you had fried well, your fish sticks in. Well, I was waiting for the oil to cool. No. But it's fine to... If you want to move back in, it's fine now because I have an air fryer. I want to be your there's, roommate. There's no oil. I don't think Check my wife your would wife. go for this, yeah. Uh, eh, eh, she likes fried food. It's air fryer now. That's, yeah, that's way so better. it's fine. Yeah. It's healthy. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I did some Black Friday shopping for myself and bought myself a brand new television. Wow. You got to see it. It's Is a it, beaut, Tom. Is it too big? It's not too big, right? It's far too big. <laughs> no. It's about a hundred times too big for the space that it's in. No way. I'm actually like a little disappointed. It's a 55-inch TV. Which is nuts. Yeah. I mean, I live in a New York City apartment. How? What do they say uh, how far away you the optimal viewing oh, is? Oh, who cares? No, seriously. Oh, I Do don't. Do you know? Yeah, I forget. I can see the dots. I have good eyes, especially when I get up right Wait, close to you it. You can see the dots? Yeah, the pixels. Okay. What Even though it's mean? got uh, four kilobytes, four thousands, four thousand I don't, lines. I don't understand the joke you're trying to make. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's not a joke. I'm trying to explain the tech specs. It's a 4K TV. Okay, you should be five and a half to 8.7 feet away oh, from the TV. Oh, yeah, that's what I am about. 
you're maybe four and a half. No way. I'm going to lay down on the floor later and you're going to count out some steps and we'll see. Do you even know how tall you are, though? <laughs> Tim, I measured myself last week. <laughs> see if I had grown or shrunk any. Yeah. Uh, no, actually, you know what? I measured myself because on my ID, on my ID, it says I'm six one, and I've always thought I was six two. And I'm like, why does it say that on my ID? Uh, so I went and checked, and no, I'm like six two and uh, a half inches. How did you check? Using a tape measure. How? What did you do? Did you step on the one end? I uh, stood up against the wall and then put a pencil on my head and then put did the uh, rubbed the pencil to put a mark on the wall. Uh, and then I measured that. Did, do you know if the pencil was at the pencil? What, did had, the pencil have a it had a bubble in it? Really? So I could tell it was level. But you could see that from no, your Tim, vantage you know, point. You know, I got a, a flat head. You do have a flathead. <laughs> uh, um, but yeah. It's so, like Buzz from Home Alone. <laughs> the the TV, I actually was, I was scared that maybe it was too big, especially when. And you were correct. No, but once I got it up on the wall, I was like, I could have done 65. 10 uh, inches? Another 10 inches, I would have been, it would have been fine. You would have been, you would have had I'm like an look- immersive experience. <laughs> yeah, because as it is now, I'm like looking at, you know, parts of the wall that are boring. They don't have you gotta images on them. You got to up the wall a little bit, Tom. No, because then it'll distract me from the TV. Put um, some uh, Mad Magazine fold-ins on there. Fold them, tape them, and then put them up. I don't know why the hell I waited so long to buy a new TV. I had the TV from our old apartment that was like a dirt cheap TV at the time, a 40-incher. Well, people don't know when that was. Ah, uh, it was a long... The TV, I looked it up, I bought nine years we ago. We stopped being... Yeah, we stopped being roommates in 2012, I think. Mm-hmm. R- right around Hurricane Sandy time. Yeah. So the TV was... And I think I uh, we bought it when we moved in. Uh so yeah, the TV was. And almost, you got to keep it. We split things, if I recall. What do you mean? Like you kept the couch and I kept the TV. Yeah, but then I sold the couch. <laughs> All right, then give me that money. All right, <laughs> I'll give you the TV back. Good. Feels good to come clean. <laughs> um, the the experience is so much better having a nice TV. I didn't realize that my TV had worn out, <laughs> and I was complaining. About, I was like, oh, all these goddamn TVs are so, uh, all these TV shows are so dark nowadays, you can't tell what's going on. Well, that's because it's the age of the anti-hero, Tom. (laughs) No, there were so many, like, nighttime scenes, and I was saying, these nighttime scenes, it's ridiculous nowadays. They film these things in a way that you can't even tell what's going on. Yeah. And then my girlfriend was like, "Uh, no, your TV's very dark. And I was like, it is? (laughs) No, you dumb old man. (laughs) But it was that kind of thing of, uh, it did make me feel old of like, you know, old people, like things go bad that they have and they don't. Like their brains? Well, their brains, but then they're like, eh, this refrigerator doesn't keep things cold anymore. It's like, well, this refrigerator is from the Eisenhower administration. Of course it doesn't keep things cold anymore. Yeah. So that was kind of what was going on with my TV. I bought this TV, 55 inches, 4K, HDR. What does HDR mean? Hi. Definition resolution. <laughs> Hot shit. What does it mean? 
Uh, I don't know. Oh it's, wow, it's you con- got you it's got a contrast. You thing. got pulled in by uh, some jargon. High definition range. High high dynamic range. High, that's what I said. High dynamic range. It's um, the current must-have TV feature, according to CNET.com. Yeah, so. I needed to have it, and luckily this TV had it, so I could have the TV, and it has a built-in uh, Roku. Yeah, so I can watch all the the you know the apps on there. Yeah, you love applications. Two hundred and fifty dollars. Yeah, out the door. It's gonna break though. It's not gonna break. Even if it broke next week, that's fine. I I mean that's what that was the only way I I calmed myself down after realizing that I should have gotten a sixty five inch TV. Did you were you really upset about that? I wasn't upset. But you I are was a just, nut. <laughs> you are a crazy person. But was, you are a sitcom husband in the nineties who's just a dimwit. Why would you not want the biggest TV possible? Uh, why would you want it? So the experience is more immersive. Why? It stinks to have to like look to move your head to see everything that's happening on the screen. No, though. that's how you really feel like you're getting your money's worth. But then you're gonna miss things. You're looking in the I'm corner. Not gonna admit, I no, it's fine. I can take in everything when yeah. it when I when I'm watching something. You just want to see the flashes, pecs in uh, the <laughs> HDR or whatever. No, a lot of I so I don't have cable. I mean, I have like you know uh, HBO and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But uh, I didn't realize that the over the air stuff that that's not 4K. Oh no! So, but you know what? It does a pretty good job upscaling the 1080p to 4K. It really doesn't look bad for a guy that watches a lot of garbage on TV. <laughs> you really care about the experience and the and the quality well, of the picture. I was also worried. I hooked up my PlayStation. You're a little more discerning with the the characters and the plots. I, I hooked up my PS4 and I was like, I'm probably gonna have to get a PS4 Pro because that can do 4K. But then I hooked this up and I was like, oh, it looks pretty good. No, I'm not gonna get. It. I'll wait and get the PS5. Tom, why do you think anybody wants to hear this? <laughs> Because it's interesting. People want to know what's what's going on in Tom's life, and this is what's going on in Tom's life. I know he's got a big new TV. It costs him, you know, barely anything. Yeah, and he and he's kicking himself for not doing it earlier. But I guess if I did it earlier, probably be even smaller and cost me uh, more money. I got a smaller TV for more money. Yeah, and I bought it from Costco, so I had to to, to buy a membership too. Well, I'm sure your TV is like a better quality. Like this is pretty garbage quality tv i think but again i'm upgrading from an old small tv that was worn out Mm -hmm. do you think about this a lot like i think about um uh when new gadgets come out a lot of times i i don't even want to like try them out so i'm like well i know it's going to be better but the problem with all gadgets are that once you once you buy something new and shiny, then you just get used to that. Uh, yeah. Oh, of course. Yeah. I bought one of those uh new iPhones. Yeah. Pro. Right. Uh, and uh, it's the same shit as my old <laughs> iPhone 6s or whatever I had. Yeah, like when you first pull it out in the, the same box. Way. Yeah, it's like, you're wow, like, wow, shiny. look at this. And, and then, then you're it, like, wow, I'm gonna do a lot of new things with this yeah, phone. I dropped like, it down the stairs. I didn't care. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I thought that last, like, I I I got the new phone last year and I like it, 
but like I did have that buyer's remorse right after of like, ah, my phone was two years old. It was fine. Yeah. Like I'm just going to get used to this one. Yeah. The one that I had for the last six years was fine and uh, didn't cost me $1,100. Yeah. So that's why I was thinking about the TV. I was noticing like, ah, the blacks aren't as black as they could be. I was like, yeah, I would get a TV that does that. It cost me five times more money. And then I just get used to that. Yeah. So it's fine. Yeah, life stinks, but you get a, you get used to it. <laughs> That's what they should put on the boxes of these cheap TVs. <laughs> TV stinks, but you'll get used to it. Tom, you mentioned that you had a transition queued up. Well, I was going to say, speaking of television, Sim, you know, one of my favorite things to watch on a television is a motion picture. A movie. And now I've spent a lot of this last decade talent I watching movies on this apparently very dark TV. <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna trust your <laughs> list actually, Tom. Uh but Tom, no, I've seen a lot of movies in the movie theater. Tom, guess what? Uh it's the end of the twenty tens. It's the end of a decade. Mm-hmm. And we're we're gonna take a look back. Yeah. Tim and Tom at the movies presents the films of the 2010s. Yeah, our top movies. Now, what's a criteria? Um, I was going to ask you because I think you're going to argue one of my my films. Okay. Well, I was going to say my... No, Tom. What? We discussed this beforehand. You're not allowed to put pornography <laughs> on the list. I was. You were like, I know it's just a clip, but uh... <laughs> it's, it's two and a half minutes long. But you're not gonna believe what happens. Uh, I was gonna say my criteria would be that it would have to be uh, feature length, feature length movie. Okay. And uh, it had to come out between. 2010 and 2019, you know, in the next... It's the films of the 2010s, But I was going to say, otherwise, it's purely subjective. What do you mean? I'm not saying that these are the best movies that came out in the 2010s. I'm saying these are my favorite movies that came out in the 2010s. The ones that you enjoyed the most. Yeah. And, okay. I mean, and some of them I enjoyed because I thought they were the best. But some I'd like just because I liked, and I don't, I don't care if you well, don't like them. if you like it the best, isn't it the best? No, because I can- There's re- no objective best. No, because I like some things, and I mean, you shit on me for like, you like things that are uh, bad or whatever. No, but- I don't say that. <laughs> you said it five minutes ago. <laughs> a, lot, a lot of- a lot of times in those instances, I know it's garbage. Yeah, it, I, but I like it. Tom, it's fine. I'm not no gonna. There's no such not... thing as a guilty pleasure. But what I'm saying is, if you know it's garbage, but it's still the thing you enjoy the best, yeah. it's still the best. No, because I'm not gonna say, "Oh, you should watch this. It's the best." But if there was somebody that you knew had your uh, gutter uh, <laughs> point yes. of view, uh huh your standards you right. would, you would say yeah this is the best right if i knew they had the same uh likes as me yeah the same interests yeah but if i was lowbrow sensibility but if i was looking to get into the the motion picture academy and they said but neither of us know about hey, films it's what, fine. what are the top 10 films i wouldn't say well ernest goes to camp is up there but it is right 
He's one of the, he's a classic that's character. That's the yeah, secret. They, yeah. <laughs> that's that's how you actually get into film school. Yeah. Um neither of us went to film school. Mhm. Uh I w- I, I I went down a rabbit hole of watching old Siskel and Eberts. Yeah. And I don't want to speak ill of the dead, but those guys were a couple squares. <laughs> I don't think that they proclaim not to be. I know, but uh, I don't know. There's a bunch of squares. That was back in they the- They hated Home Alone so much. Oh, really? They were like, oh, it's a retread of Ferris Bueller's Day Off with diminishing returns. Like, what, the, what the hell are you even talking about, Siskel? Yeah. Yeah, it's not really a retread. Yeah, but I'm, I'm you know, I'm, I'm sorry that if, he died. Even if it was, uh, I didn't see that movie when I saw Home Alone. Yeah. It was, it was new, new to, to me. me. Yeah. And uh, I don't recall Ferris Bueller uh, having to contend with Harry or Marv. No, The exactly. Wet Bandits. Yeah. That was the whole, the whole crux of the movie. Yeah. Tim- micro Machines. There were no Micro Machines in, in Ferris Bueller. Micro Machines didn't even exist in Ferris Bueller's day. Or cinematic universe. Yeah. Uh, uh, who do you like better, Ferris Bueller or Parker Lewis? Parker Lewis. Yeah, so All day, cooler. every day. Coronemic, baby. Um, let's start with number 10, and we'll go, we'll count up. We'll Casey, count down. Casey Kasem style. Yeah, it's called Countdown. <laughs> no, oh, count. I'm thinking if it's listed out 1 to 10, we start at 10, we're counting up. Yeah, but to you, the top ever, of the list, which is number of, one, like, the the top twenty countdown. <laughs> yeah, it should be the top twenty count up. No, we're counting up to number one, which is the top of the charts. That's we're counting true. up the yeah, top you, of the charts. Yeah, you count down to the top. Yeah. Casey Kasem was living a lie again. I don't want to speak ill of the dead. <laughs> right, but sometimes he gotta. He was wrong on this one, but I'm still sad that he died and that oh. he was uh, evidently mistreated uh, in, the, in oh, his last yeah, and his yeah. Real tragedy. Yeah. Uh, we'll we'll cover him on our uh, uh, those we lost in 2010. Oh episode. God, are we gonna do that? We should maybe. I don't know. I feel like that's <laughs> we're on thin ice there. <laughs> yeah, probably. All right. Uh, number ten. Do you want to go first, Tom? Sure. Number ten. My number ten movie of the 2010s: Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Wow, number ten. Yeah. I thought that was going to be number one. No, no, no. You blew my mind. Yeah. Uh, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. The animated Sony uh, Miles Morales Spider-Man movie. Starring... uh, uh, It was a bunch of... Catherine Hahn. It was a bunch of cartoon characters, so you're forgiven for... Uh, Spider-Man was in it. Haley Seinfeld. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, Who was the main Spider-Man? Uh, Miles Morales yeah, is the character. I forget it was it was a grown man though, much to my surprise. It was not a young doing boy. a little baby voice. <laughs> yeah. Hello, I'm Spider-Man. <laughs> no, uh, Miles, I think is supposed to be like 13 or 14, so you didn't have to go that that young. Uh, now you saw this movie on a plane. I, I did. Um, except for uh, the very end. Right, but you later watched the very end, right? I did, under duress. Yeah, the end is great. It's very uh, psychedelic. Oh, yeah, that was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, I thought the, the animation was interesting. I thought the story was interesting. Mm-hmm. I thought the movie was fine. <laughs> <laughs> I thought the story was cool. Yeah, they yeah, did, it was cool. They were juggling a lot of balls 
uh, intro- like the idea of introducing uh, the Spider-Verse and that there's different universes with different Spider-Men. That's a hard thing to pull off, and they did a really good job pulling that off. I feel like you think that's more complex than it actually is, although I really appreciate... This is by far my favorite superhero movie of, of the decade. Uh-huh. Um, and the way that they handled exposition, where they're like, okay, this is going to be a data dump, uh, <laughs> and, and made it a bit, an entertaining bit. Right. Uh, an entertaining recurring bit mm-hmm. was great. Yeah. That's uh, what I hate. You know what? That's my thing about uh, superhero movies. I'm mm-hmm. always just like, yeah, get to it. We know. We right. know. Like, you don't have to build this up. Like, and this is, uh, we saw uh, Spider-Man get bit by spiders <laughs> in other movies. And right. that, it takes 25 minutes before he gets bit by the spider. It's like, I know, he's going to get bit by the spider and turn into Spider-Man. Yeah, this is like, we're going to take 30 seconds and just yeah. stumble. The animation, I thought, was incredible. Yeah. Like, uh, it looked, uh, I saw it in twice in the theater. Uh, and it was uh, really cool to see on the big screen. Just very interesting, different animation style. Because like, I remember when we were younger, like kids and like uh, Toy Story came out, that blew everybody's mind. Yeah. But nowadays, like everything looks 100 times better than that first Toy Story, and it's not really impressive anymore. They put out these garbage celebrity voice DreamWorks movies and stuff all the time, uh, yeah. trolls and, and hey, things like hey. that. Layoff trolls. Trolls, uh, trolls is cool. But this, they actually did something different with uh, with computer art, and it looked great. Yeah. What's your number 10? It's a tie. Oh, come on. You know what? It's a tie because it, it, it- Every one of mine is a tie. No, it because uh, it, it, they both pressed the same buttons, and, and you'll see why. It's a- uh, Look, this just proves we're, we're all babies here. It's animated stuff, uh, okay. just like yours. It's uh, Toy Story 3 and uh, Coco. Oh, okay. Because they're both, they're both, uh, Tom, I'm not sure if you know this, uh, Pixar movies. Right. And uh, they're both like, yeah, the adventure part is is fun. Mm -hmm. But then at the end, there's like a a, a gut punch, an emotional gut punch. Yeah. Um, I haven't seen either of these movies. Toy Story 3, Tom. Just watch the scene. They're all... Yeah, they they've been on this uh hair this uh, hair raising adventure and mm-hmm. yeah the, the all those movies are like oh we got we accidentally went far from the playroom and we need to get back to the playroom yeah and they always do it's mm-hmm. fine they always get back and survive or whatever this one uh yeah they 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 go to a, a garbage place a dump <laughs> and they're they're all the 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 garbage is being fed into an incinerator mm-hmm. and they're all trying to, to to get out and then uh there's like woody's just like man eh, he looks at buzz and and then they all just realize we're not going to get out of this we're all just going to accept death and they all just hold uh hands and, and wait for their uh inevitable death you bring this up like once a week i know it's <laughs> Beautiful. They were sometimes it's like you just gotta stop fighting and uh, just chill with the people that you care death. about. No, or just like you know, just uh, look around immediately to what's important to you. I don't think the message there was sometimes you gotta just accept things and chill out with people. <laughs> when yeah, they're it is. All, when they're all about to die. I mean, maybe accept it's about accepting death, but not about chilling with your friends. No, it's about it's about do you want your last moments to be thrashing like uh de- in desperation yeah. or do you just want to 
uh, share a a moment with the people that you love. I am sure my last words are going to be no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, those are going to be my <laughs> last. Words. My last words are going to be like, no, no, I was kidding. It was totally a joke. It was a misunderstanding, or I've said something. Right. Yeah. Uh, and Coco is also a movie. Yeah, it's I want to see Coco. I, yeah. That looked uh, uh, a little different than the traditional dis, uh, Pixar art style, yeah, like well, a little more oh, yeah. neon-y. Uh, I saw that in three dimensions, Tom. Wow. Did you kept, ever go behind any of the characters? I did. Wow. Well, what I did, I, I would often reach out in front of me, and, and you could actually touch them, and you could mm. feel them. My number nine. Ex Machina. Starring? Starring, oh, uh, what Oscar the? Oscar Isaac, yeah, the boy. Oscar, Oscar Isaac, the boy. The boy that became a man that everybody loves. Uh, I like that movie. Uh, it was about uh, androids. Mm-hmm. But it was a small movie. It all took place in a house. It wasn't like the Terminator, which, you know, takes place all over the place. Uh, and it was, uh, it was good. Oscar Isaac was really good in it, despite me forgetting his name at the time. Mm. Tom, this is getting eerie. Mm. You know what my number nine is? Ex Machina? Nope. Terminator Dark Fate? No. What? Another Oscar Isaac vehicle, uh, inside Lewin Davis. You know, I've never seen it. It's a it's a Coen Brothers I know. movie. I don't know why I haven't seen it. It's like a it's it a. It looks very charming. It is. It's the most charming bummer of a movie <laughs> about a sad sack guy that you kind of hate, yeah. but you also feel bad for, and nothing good happens to him in it. it, it nobody's redeemed. <laughs> yeah, nobody's spoiler learned anything. Alert. Yeah. Oh, spoiler alert! I mean, this movie came out in 2013. Uh, yeah, but, but I just said I haven't seen it. You just follow this guy around, and uh, he kind of sucks. Right. Um, but he's Oscar Isaac, so he's, like, charming while he sucks? Kind of. Yeah, you can pull it but off. But you're also like, fuck this guy. Yeah. It's nice. And it's also, uh, it's one of those uh, New York, you know what I really like? I didn't really like that. Uh, hey, I like movies where New York is a character. Yeah. But you know that uh, Miss Maisel lady? Yeah. On the, on the, Mar- on the She's TV? marvelous, I hear. Yeah. Uh, she walks around New York City and it's old time New York City. Yeah. It's fun to look at. <laughs> I think they do a good job and they do the same thing with this. It's like the 60s oh, in, uh, in downtown New York. I, in didn't the, realize in the folk that the, scene. I didn't realize it was a period piece. Yeah, it is. I thought it was like present day. No. Hmm. Yeah. Maybe I should watch it. Tom, you should watch a, all these movies. Learn a thing or two. Yeah. All right. What's your number eight? My number eight is Under the Skin. Gross. Uh, Was that some sort of movie about skeletons? Starring Scarlett Johansson. ScarJo. As an alien, of all things. An alien wearing human skin. You're thinking of Species. No, it's similar to Species. Um, Starring... Natasha something, right? Natasha Henstridge? Yeah, what happened to her? Has she been in any movies in the 2010s? She was in Species 2, but I think that came out out? in the 90s as well. Uh, Under the Skin was good. I read the book. I really liked the book, and then I watched the movie. I really liked the movie. The movie's like very weird and moody. A lot of the ones on my list, like Ex Machina, are like indie sci-fi that are just moody. That's my favorite type of movie. Do they play xylophone on anybody's ribs? <laughs> Who? I don't know the the skeletons. There are no skele. 
No, aliens under the skin. Oh, I thought it was just about what happens when the skin, what what happens under the skin. You're forgetting about skeletons. It's like a a dance macabre. There's also muscles under the skin. Mm. What is your number eight? For some of us. It better, what? (laughs) Your, Your number eight better also be a Scarlett Johansson movie. It's not. It's a movie, uh, I think it's a Swedish movie, Tom. Okay. You ever see this movie? It's about a dork, uh, Force Majeure or Force Mayor. No, but I was, you know what? I keep meaning to watch that movie too. So it's a movie about a coward and it <laughs> rules. So it's, it's also a movie about a coward, a guy who's a coward in like the way that I know <laughs> I would kind of be a coward. Yeah, so it's a guy, he's on a family vacation. A and ski he, trip. Yeah, yeah, and he's videotaping his family and there's an avalanche, and he runs and saves himself. Yeah. And the avalanche winds up not killing everyone. Yeah, and the avalanche turns out to be nothing, but he's abandoned. But then family. he has to deal with the fallout of like, oh, my whole family just saw like when the shit hits the fan, I'm looking out for number one first and foremost, and I don't care about anybody else. Yeah, it's one of those, it's... It's foreign, right? Yeah, it's like, like Swedish. The, yeah. Uh, but... uh. It's it's cool because I think it's Swedish. Uh, I knew it was foreign, but I mean it's in a different. It's not in English, right? It it's cool because it's you know how uh, they took cringe comedy a little too far after the British Office, and yeah. then everything became super cringy. Mm-hmm. This they added. It's subtler cringe comedy, and it it feels like real life cringe comedy, <laughs> and. Uh, it's really good. It's a real uncomfortable movie the whole time, and you're just like, man, this stupid fucking coward. This episode of The Complete Guide to Everything is sponsored by Better Help. Tim, you ever, uh, you ever have something you really need to get off your chest? Constantly, Tom. Constantly? You're yeah. just walking around, you want to tell people you hate them, or you love them, or you... Uh, you know where the treasure is buried. Interesting, but... you went negative first, but yeah, no, I, there's I said a lot of things. Love second, and then the treasure. That's also the positive. treasure is the is the wild card. We it could be good or it could be bad. We all carry around different stressors, big and small, and when we keep them bottled up, it can start affecting us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. Uh, as everybody knows, we're, we're big, uh, proponents of therapy on this podcast. Love uh, it. Uh, we, we, we think it's, uh, something anyone can, uh, can benefit from. It's not just, uh, people who have been through traumatic experiences or going through a rough patch. Uh, even if you're doing good, maybe you can do better. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Complete Guide today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Complete Guide. You make it out to the theater a lot, Tom? I do make it out to the theater. I got one of, one of the uh, AMC A-list. Ah, I'm a so. regal man. 
you're not. You're anything but, sir. I, I got. I, I don't have the unlimited regal, but I, I I I rack up the points. You know what? I mean, I when I had like Movie Pass and then Cinemia, uh, R.I.P. Both of those things. Uh, I would always go to a regal. So I still have a lot of regal points, but a lot of them expired or whatever. Um, but I didn't buy their all included pass because it didn't include 3D and 4DX movies. And it was real cagey on the website. It just said additional charges. I'm like, well, what is the additional, the additional charge? And then I found out the additional charge is the price difference between a regular movie and though I'm like, oh, that's like $10. Yeah. Forget it. AMC, I can go see whatever. AMC has a 40X, like up in uh, Lincoln Center, I think. Yeah, they do. It's not 40X, but, you know, the seats move around. Yeah. I mean, 40X is the worst thing that's happened to movies. No, it makes movies like a theme park ride, just like Marty Scorsese wants. Oh, Marty's going (laughs) to... Don't let him find about 40X. Marty's just mad because they they, they refuse to program The Irishman to move the seats around. <laughs> They're like, no, nah, the movie's too long, Marty. He's like, oh, I'm gonna, oh you're going to rue the day. Uh, when uh, when the uh, uh, bed in the old folks' home, what, what are those beds called? Like the uh, Oh, the, the hospital bed. Yeah, but the ones that automatically go yeah. like... Tempur-Pedic? No. No. You know. Yeah. Well, well... It's taking me ten minutes to say it. You wanted the seats to move when. <laughs> oh, I see. Because he's old. Those beds move like that. Because no, like old a lot of it takes place in, a, an in an old man. Never mind. We'll uh, cut that part out. Yeah, I do. I do go to see movies in the movie theater quite a bit. Hmm. Uh, the uh, adult movie theater. <laughs> they they've gone the way of the dodo, unfortunately. Yeah, they were raided one time when you were in there. We all. <laughs> we all, We all have the mug shot. You had a goatee. Uh, what are we up to? Number seven. Number seven. Oh, I go first, right? And our count up. <laughs> our top ten count up. N- number seven for me: The Master. The Mask, starring Jim Carrey. No, I think that came out in 1994, <laughs> Tom. No, The Master. Oh, starring uh, Joaquin Phoenix and uh, 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 Philip Seymour Hoffman. Yeah. Uh, that didn't make my list. Nope. And that nope. I didn't see until it came out on home video. Oh, I saw it in the theater. But I, uh, but I, but I watched it on home video and Amy Adams is in it. What is that movie about? <laughs> it's about Joaquin Phoenix's character is just a maniac. Yeah. And Philip Seymour Hoffman is. Is kind of uh, a different uh, kind of maniac. Yeah, is is uh, the the head of Scientology basically. Yeah, but it's not really L. about Ron that. Hubbard. I think everybody was no. like, "Oh, this is going to be a crazy takedown yeah. of Scientology." And it's like, nah, it's 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 about like everything, kind of. Yeah, it's about a guy, and then just by chance, he gets mixed up with a Scientology like organization. But even that is not necessarily bad for him. <laughs> like it kind of seems like maybe this would have the best chance at fixing him. Yeah. Uh, it's great. If you like Joaquin Phoenix, the, some of his best acting in that movie, I think. I can't believe you're a Joaquin man and, and totally overlooking uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman. He's the one that generally gets cited in oh, that. Oh, of that. course, but he's not in it as much. Yeah. And I feel like when he is in it, yeah, he owns... Uh, he steals yeah. the scenes, 
Uh, and that kind of overshadows Joaquin Phoenix and what he's doing in the rest of the movie. This is why we can't do uh, those we lost in the 2010s because I'll just get real bummed out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so let's not, we're canceling that. Next week's episode is canceled, everybody. Go home. Uh, good flick. I totally forgot about that movie. <laughs> yeah. Uh, number seven for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, a movie starring the boy Twilight himself, Good Time. Oh, you know what? I was going to watch that the other night, and I didn't. That's another movie. I'm realizing from this list, cons- like Toy Story, I like because the toys have to accept death. <laughs> Inside Lewin Davis. I like because uh, it's a he's a bummer man that you feel uh, like uh, it's kind of just a crappy guy that yeah. bad things happen to. Force majeure is about a, a a guy a coward <laughs> and the awkwardness that comes out of his cowardice. And good time is just uncomfortable. It's the most stressed out. It gave me a panic attack when I watched it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just a uh, a uh, uh, guy. A, a low-level grifter in a tough spot with uh, like he's got to get a, money. A mentally challenged brother uh-huh. that they commit a crime. His brother gets locked up, ar- arrested, and he has to break him out. And then just has the most anxiety-inducing worst night ever. And it's it's filmed on like grainy video. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they wind up in Adventureland. In, oh, really? Uh, yeah, huh. in the middle of the night, like hiding out in the haunted house. It's it's the scariest movie I've ever seen. Uh, that's apparently the movie that uh, convinced Matt Reeves that uh, he could be Batman. Like he saw uh, him and Robert Pattinson in that movie and was like, "There's my Bruce Wayne." Not necessarily because it's like, oh, he's acting like Bruce Wayne, but like, yeah. oh, this guy's versatile. I could see him doing this. Yeah. I was going to say- That's cool that this great movie that I love will lead to some shitty run no, of the No, I mill. think this- no. Oh, no, this is the one where they'll turn it all around. I think that's going to be a good yeah. one. But, you can uh, tell it's serious because they put the Batman. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was going to say that actually- just barely missed my list uh, would have been The Lighthouse with yeah. Robert Pattinson, which I just saw recently. Uh, Robert Pattinson, Willem Dafoe, great movie. It's William Dafoe. <laughs> just William the Foe. <laughs> uh, well, he's he's Robert Pattinson's foe, or is he friend? That's kind of what the movie's about, friend or foe. Hmm. And then just a bunch of weird stuff happening on a, in a very like claustrophobic place. Uh, I love that movie. Recommend it. Go see it. Hey, that gets the Tom. What, what are we being so serious this episode for? Uh, because we're talking about good movies. Yeah, Don't worry. Once I start getting up the list, you'll get mad. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> number uh, six. Number six. Movie count up. Uh, number six for me. Sorry to bother you. Oh, my God. I forgot about that movie. Boots. Yeah. Uh, that Boots Riley, that's mm-hmm. his name, right? Yeah, I met him. He was the coolest guy Where'd I've ever met. Where'd you meet him? Uh, I was at a work thing. Oh, at yeah. a premiere. <laughs> uh, he was, yeah, he, he had no interest in speaking to me. Right. But he indulged me while I, I talked at him. And he, oh, it and sounds he, like he could host this show. No, you fucking interrupt me every f- four seconds. Uh, and then, uh... Th- there was a, a a manhole exploded outside, uh-huh. 
and there was and he a told big him, you fire make a and all this smoke. That. No, and he was just sitting there smoking, watching it. And I was like, this guy's cool as hell. <laughs> yeah, I saw a bunch of interviews with him. He seems like a, a cool yeah, guy. Yeah. Um, that movie, I'm not going to give anything away, but I did not see where that movie would, was going. Yeah, at first you're coming. like, oh, this is cool. This is like, all right. And then. Uh, yeah, it's like, oh, this is a good movie. And like, oh, this is funny. This is an interesting uh, uh, premise. And then it starts going in directions. You're like, oh, I didn't know. Yeah. It's not even, I didn't know this. it was going to be this type of movie. It's like, I didn't know this type of movie <laughs> existed. Uh, so if you're looking for a real weird movie. Uh, that was definitely one of the most original movies I saw this decade, yeah. I think. Um, and I will say, Tom, another mm-hmm. original movie, and I don't want to actually talk about it, and it might be on your list, so I'll I'll, I'll table it. Okay. I, I've been trying to battle on this top 10 list. I don't want a recency bias, so there's not really much from this year or last year, right? Because okay. I was just like... Yeah, of course I'm going to like this. I just saw that movie. I've got one movie from... Yeah, I think it's the one that yeah. like, I should have put on it. Okay, anyway. <laughs> number six for me. Get it. Get out? Get out. <laughs> right. That movie, I was tense the whole time. Yeah. And that was funny, and it was scary, and mm-hmm. it had a message. Right. And that was also uh, uh, Jordan Peele's first movie. Yeah. And he did a very good job. Hey, we're all very proud of you, Jordan. He won listening. an Oscar. A writing Oscar. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Get Out uh, was very good movie. Yeah. I also like that movie. I feel like everybody's seen it. Right. Uh, yeah. There, a lot's been said about it in the past couple of years. Yeah. Uh, it's great. I liked it. Uh, it was number six on my list. Number five. All right, Tim. Here we're getting into my top five where, gonna, where I, I predict you're going to start getting mad at me. Listen, I surprise people a lot. Number five, John Wick. It's fine. <laughs> John- I, I know you're just a huge fan of gun violence. <laughs> right. You think there should be a lot more gun violence yeah. or glorification of gun violence in, in uh, American society. So. Now, look, John Wick 2 and 3 are, are fine. They're good. I Actually, I think I like John Wick 3 more than I like 2. 2 was... <sighs> Have I you know, seen the, any I of know these movies? You talk about this. As soon as you uh, examine yeah. the world they've set up, it makes no sense. Right. As soon as you start trying to rationalize, like, wait a minute. So, like, <laughs> New York City supports hundreds of assassins and hitmen? Like, Jesus, no. How would that work? How There aren't that many people that need to get killed all the time. You know what the thing is, though? Mm-hmm. You've probably been in the last month yeah on the same subway train with as, a hitman yeah somebody who has been hired to kill people really right i don't know how how frequent it is because i think a lot of times people get caught maybe in the last year i don't like hired for what not like, the same train car right same subway train maybe i mean some I think there's a difference between somebody getting hired to kill someone. And it's like, oh, I'll give you $500 and that $500 would mean a lot to you. You're desperate enough. Uh, like you're, you haven't done this before, yeah. but you've maybe done other bad things. You've maybe killed people not for money. Mm-hmm. And so like, you're reasonably sure you can get away with it. And that 500 bucks would be great for you and you'll do it. And like a John wick or like, uh, 
mob hitman or whatever. Yeah. Where where you're getting paid the big bucks. I mean, probably both. Yeah. Um, with both. But John Wick, I think, really you know what I helped like? redefine action movies. Yeah, and but I, love it. I don't like I love how he had to movies. shoot people in the torso and then the head. To make sure they're dead, Tim. I don't know. See, that's... Like I forget what what movie it was that I was watching recently. It was like an otherwise really good movie, and it's so weird to me that it's just taken as a uh, a given in movies that if you hit somebody in the head hard enough, they'll be knocked out and won't cause any more problems. And in real life, there's a very thin line between doing that and killing somebody. Yeah, <laughs> like you can't infiltrate a place by knocking eight guys out like the next day on the news they'd be like uh two of those guys died three are in a coma yeah and the others are gonna have a cte for the rest of their life yeah i just don't see like he shoots people in the heart right and he's like well and then in the head just yeah, to make, to make sure. sure they don't shoot him back mm. with their dying breath yeah too violent he's a careful man too violent for me tom what's your number five uh, I was trying to think of a very violent movie to immediately say, <laughs> but I can't. Uh, uh, number Natural five. Natural Born Killers. Uh, th- but that had a message, Tom. <laughs> Rodney Dangerfield was in that movie, so you shut your mouth. I didn't like the character. He played like no. an abusive father. Yeah, I, I didn't, didn't like, like it. That. <laughs> and it was in that like weird sitcom. It had like a yeah. laugh track when he, yeah. I like Rodney and, you know, back to school. The more I hear about Rodney Dangerfield, the more I just feel weird. <laughs> what else have you heard? Like, when you hear, like, comedians talk about him, like, uh, when, uh, you know, an old-timer goes on uh, Mark Marin or something, and uh-huh. they talk about how horribly depressed Rodney Dangerfield was. and Yeah, he didn't yeah. get any respect. Of yeah. course he was depressed. <laughs> Number five for me is uh, a movie that came out this year. Oh, the farewell. Oh, I haven't seen this, but I've but I've heard rave reviews from you. Yeah, it looked. Tim, all your movies are so fucking sad. I know. Well, not uh... John Wick is nice. It's an uplifting movie where a man kills a hundred people. The farewell is is a lovely film. Uh, you know, you ever you know when movies you're like, oh, I I don't want this movie to end. Yeah. It was like that. It was like, I just want, uh, hey, hey. And you know me. I want movies to be over as soon as they start. 70 minutes would yeah, be ideal. Yeah, 70 minutes you. would be the upper limit for me. This movie, I was like, I just want to. It stars Aquafina, Tom. Yeah. Uh, she finds out that her grandmother is dying and her family isn't going to tell the grandmother that she's dying. They all go and hang out with the grandma. It's It's wonderful. And now, is it because she's on John Wick's list? That's why she's dying. They I'm know she's a Marsh sh- woman. I'm not sure if this is in the John Wick verse. <laughs> there's or, no way we're going to be able to defend against just an John Wick. unnamed assassin that's right, after her. One of his rivals. Yeah, but like maybe they just couldn't get Somebody the rights to John Wick. Somebody else from the Continental Wick. Hotel. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's hundreds to choose from, from what I understand. Uh, I like Aquafina. I think she should start going by her real name. It's such a bad name, Aquafina. It's like, oh, after Pepsi's water brand? Yeah, but it's also like she's awkward. Yeah, that's fine. Just go by your regular name now. You know why don't you Pull not a tell... Pull a Dwayne Johnson. Yeah, I don't know. Who cares? No. Who cares? Names are... A name ain't nothing but a number. <laughs> it's not true. Like Aaliyah said... 
Um, number four, The Dark Knight. Huh? The Dark Knight. Keith Ledger. Didn't that come out like 15 years ago? No. Oh, shit. Was it? No. Oh, fuck. I think it came out in 2008. <laughs> you, fucking... you know what? I saw The Dark Knight Rises on a list, yeah. and I think I just assumed The Dark Knight came Would out. Would The Dark Knight Rises make your list? Yeah, The Dark Knight was 2008. No, The Dark Knight <laughs> Rises would not make my list. Um, uh, you goon. Uh, uh, I'll no, say Iron no. Man. <laughs> no, I'll replace it with the no. I don't. No, I forfeit my number four. Jesus, <laughs> God damn it. Uh, okay, I might have to forfeit my number four as well. Okay, it won an Oscar, so I think it's a movie. All right. <clears throat> OJ made in America. It's in, that is on my honorable mention, and I was gonna say just because it is like too long to, even though it was apparently originally shown in one sitting. Yeah, like they a showed movie. it at the the Museum of the Moving Image in one day. Yeah, it's and it's like seven hours long, right? Yeah, yeah. And I was gonna go, and my wife wouldn't let me. <laughs> um, she's like, I think you'll just come back crazy. Yeah, and she was right. Uh, but it's uh, it's it's. Perfect storytelling, and oh, it's something it's a that phenomenal documentary. Yeah, and it puts everything in such a, a larger context. Yeah, but also like it hits that story from every single angle, right? And does it so effectively from every angle. Yeah, what the is personal, it like, the the larger cultural, the like the race stuff. Yeah, everything. I was gonna say, was it like the third episode? They get into like uh like the civil rights movement in sports. Yeah, and how OJ was just kind of like, no thanks. <laughs> uh, but they give you a really good a lot of that stuff I didn't know about uh like Muhammad Ali and and uh, uh I can't remember who who else was involved at, at right now, but like. Yeah, there was just this big movement, and they were like, hey, OJ, you're real famous. And he's like, no, I'm not interested. And and about how he kind of fit into... And then he co-opted that uh, in, oh, he... in the 90s. He's like, hey, yeah, no, black community. Yeah, after, yeah. after he was like ostracized, he was yeah. like, let me give this another go. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah it, it's, it's bonkers. Uh, if you haven't seen it, uh, seek it out. It's wonderful. Yeah. Um, it's and on, it's, it's on the internet. Yeah. It's everything. It's all the things. Yeah. Cause like there's parts of it that are like, you hate to, yeah, you hate to say it. Cause like the impetus is that there were, there were murders. Right. But parts of it are really funny. Uh, the naked gun clips. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, this was my way. I wanted to put the naked gun 33 and a third on my list. <laughs> but that came out too long. Yeah, ago. but this kind of nice Trojan horse it in because they yeah. did show a clip from it there. It's such a good because, I mean, the OJ Simpson trial was just such a huge thing at the time. Yeah. Uh, and this is just kind of. Somebody just made the definitive documentary. Like, there's uh, nothing left there's, to say about it. And there's never been a better... It, it's the definitive documentary about anything. Yeah. Yeah. Um, imagine if you were... A subject you're real interested in, somebody did a seven-hour documentary about. That's OJ about, Simpson made in America. About all the parts of it. There's yeah. uh, there's nothing left to say. They just dissect yeah. everything. It's yeah. great. It's great. Uh, Tom, your number... Ooh, top three, baby. <sighs> all right. Number three... Avengers Endgame. 
Tim, you twitch when I said that. It's fine. It's not. It's 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 not cinema. <laughs> uh, Tom, you and I both know it's not cinema. It felt like cinema when the seats shook. <laughs> um, I can see that um, only if, uh, you know, if you had not seen mm-hmm. the other films, I had. In the that MCU. was the first one. Oh, I saw. really? Yeah. Oh, you you were doing about you were doing a count up, <laughs> right? Exactly. Mo- moving my way up to Iron Man one. No. If you had not seen the 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 rest of the films, do you think mm. uh, that movie would have resonated? No, with you? not at all. Yeah, I think actually, if I hadn't seen the movies, but I still had the comic book knowledge, that movie would have been bonkers. If that was the first <laughs> Marvel movie they put out, <laughs> that would be incredible. And it was just look—you're gonna have to have a deep knowledge of who all these characters are. You always you always get so angry when people are like, "I'm like a nerd. I like comic book movies." Yeah. And uh, you're just like, no, they're the highest grossing yeah, entertainment. Everybody likes everybody comic like, book movies. But if if <laughs> none of these other Marvel movies had come out, there hadn't been a superhero movie since the X-Men movie in right. 2000. And in 2019, they put out <laughs> Endgame. It would have been you and like <laughs> 8,000 other super nerds. And you would have all been like... I almost died 15 times during this film. <laughs> right. And everybody else would be like... They had like 50 different characters <laughs> I knew. It was insane. And uh, everybody else would be like, these fucking losers. Like this movie made no yeah. sense and was three hours long <laughs> for some reason. Why didn't they make a movie just about one of these guys? Um, I think for that reason, it was such a unique... Uh, nobody had done anything like that in film. Of like, we're going to make 23 sequels, essentially. And then it's going to lead up to one big movie. Um, And I will also tell you that I've said this on the podcast before, and I'll say it to anybody who listen. I've never felt the the kind of emotion I felt when Captain America picked up Thor's hammer. I don't know what it was. You were like, how dare you? Hey, that's disrespectful. That's that man's hammer. Don't Mm. touch it. No, it's just like a very weird, like, I left my body for a second. And, like, those aren't even, like, growing up, Captain America and Thor were boring as shit. Like, but those movies made me care about those characters. And then when that happened, there were just, like, a lot of, I mean, it was fan service. But there was just the perfect fan Mm. service in that movie. Hey, Tom. I'm glad that you liked it. I did. A lot. How did you feel about Chris Pratt in the film? You know what? I don't like his character. I don't like Star-Lord. You don't like Quill? No. Peter Quill? Peter Quill, him? yeah. No. I'm not a big Guardians of the Galaxy no. uh, fan. What about that wisecracking raccoon, though? You know, the raccoon, Rocket Raccoon, is probably my favorite character of all of them. Of In the entire MCU? No, just in the You said it. Guardians. All right, what are we up to, number three? Yeah, that was that was my number three. My number three. You're gonna you're gonna twitch when you hear this one, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but I can defend it. It's watching Twitch. <laughs> yeah, uh, PewDiePie. <laughs> uh, the Grand Budapest Hotel. <sighs> Did you see I, that? No, film? I didn't see it. You have a thing about Wes Anderson. Yeah, you think he's too cute. Too or twee. Something. Yeah, by th- half. I hate when people say that, right? (laughs) Too blank by half. Or, uh, this is better than it has any right to be. The fuck does that mean? Shut up. (laughs) Uh, This is 
This is better than it has any right to be by half. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, uh, I can see uh, th- this was a, a marriage of like, uh, this was uh, uh, like uh, an adventure story. And mm-hmm. like there was some. That guy plays, the, the main guy plays uh, Flash Thompson and Spider-Man. I don't give a shit. Um, who? The the bellhop, the bellboy. Okay. He's not really the main character in the movie. He's on the poster. There's a lot of people on the poster. Yeah, but he's right there in the middle. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Ray Fiennes is like the main character. It's Ralph Fiennes. <laughs> uh, yeah, what? What? <laughs> His name is Ralph. Yeah. But somehow everybody calls him Ray. Rafe. Rafe. This Ralph. This guy stinks. His name's spelled Ralph. Ralph yeah. Fiennes. Um, it's really not, uh, like I could see that and I, I think- I don't know what what movies of they wait. His first name is pronounced Rafe. I think so. I've always just assumed it's Ray Fine. Oh, I thought it was not Rafe. Rafe Fine. Oh, maybe it's Ray. I mean, it makes more sense because as a PH, that would be Rafe Fines. Yeah. What is but, this? So the people just always slur it together. Rafe Fines. He's from Ipswich, Tom. Ipswich. Ipswich, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I think it should be Fianus. <laughs> Ralph Fianus. Anyway, uh, it, it, I think Hey, how you like, doing, Ralph Fianus? Is my car ready yet? Uh, I think it's just a really fun movie, Tom. I think you'd actually like it. Yeah. Uh, it's it's not it's it's not what you think Wes Anderson is, and like he's done that. I'm I'm sure you saw Moonrise Kingdom, and you were like, yeah, Oh this. yeah, I turned it Which, off. I like that movie. Uh, also, like you don't like movies about people being nice. I Tim, Avengers Endgame were people being the nicest they could be no, trying to save punching. the universe. No, they're just to save everybody. the universe. Yeah, agree. The to nicest disagree. thing you could do. Uh, but besides Moonrise Kingdom, what what's your problem with Wes Anderson? It's just too cutesy. I don't like it. Mm. I mean, I like some of his movies. I actually really liked um, uh, Rushmore, but I felt yeah. like after that, he just got like, he leaned too far into the cutesy stuff. Yeah. I guess. I don't know. I think it's too easy a criticism. I think people don't, uh, don't, uh, yeah. I don't think it's cinema. It's my problem. Hey. <laughs> uh, number two. My number two pick. God, I hope this movie can't. Yeah, I'm. I'm. A 99% sure this came out in 2010. Inception. Yeah, it did come out in 2010. Okay. Really, you liked Inception that much? I love Inception. Uh, I've always liked the idea of like lucid dreams Mm -hmm. and dreams within dreams. And it's oh, I've always thought like that's such a. Why don't people make movies about this kind of thing? And I realized why, because it's kind of complicated, and that movie's kind of complicated. Yeah, and it's especially complicated when in one of the dreams within a dream within a dream, uh, there's a never-ending goddamn snowmobile chase that is shot so incompetently that you don't know who is who. Yeah, everything's white, so you can't really tell what's going on. And you're just like, who's chasing who? What's happening? And I'm not sure if it's meant to be disorienting like that. I will say, and maybe this is part of the reason why I think so highly of this movie, that I saw this movie twice in theaters, and the second time I saw it in theaters, I fell asleep during that scene. 
So then, in my mind, <laughs> there's another dream. Maybe going that on. was the point of the scene. I think you it made it so boring. Been. He wanted you to fall asleep yeah. and have your own dream. So then, I'm having a dream, but because you know you're in a movie theater and the sounds overwhelming, especially uh, Mwah. yeah, yeah, uh, that in the dream I'm dreaming about sitting in the movie theater watching the movie. It was crazy, and that would. Did that thing where, you know, from like TV shows and movies where like you wake up from a dream where you were, but, but you wake up in the same situation. Yeah. So I would, I kept doing that. I kept waking up and from a dream where I'm watching the movie, waking up to watching the movie and thinking like, oh no, is this going to happen like a hundred times before I finally get back to reality? Uh, so I loved it for that reason. Yeah. I, uh, you and I saw that in the theater, I think maybe the day it came out. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. No, I was real hyped to see it. I think probably the second day. It was a Saturday because you and I went to a party afterwards mm-hmm. where we didn't really know anybody. Do you remember this? No. It, we went straight from the movie to this party in a backyard in Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. Um, and we went in there and we we're like, oh, just uh, Inception. And everybody flocked around us like we were celebrities. <laughs> and they were like, tell us about it. And I I forgot like what a big deal that movie was when yeah, it came out. Because they were real kind of secretive about what it was about. Yeah. And people were like, what happened? Yeah. And we were just like, I don't know, man. I didn't understand it. Yeah. There was a top. Yeah. Spinning, spinning. top. Yeah. Um, which apparently the top didn't even, wasn't even his totem or something. I don't know. It was his totem. The thing is it's spinning at the end and you don't know if it's going to fall over or not. So you don't know if he's in his dream still or not. Yeah. But that's also like not the point of the movie. Also that guy, you know, like the logic of that movie breaks down a lot, but it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. I like that movie. Yeah. That's not on my honorable mention. My honorable mention. (laughs) Uh, Number two for me. Uh, a f- far more entertaining movie, Tom. Mm-hmm. Mission Impossible Fallout. Woo, what a movie. What a goddamn movie. What they a need movie to re-release to that in 40X. 40X. <laughs> I know, I can't believe I missed it in 40X. <laughs> yeah, and you're talking all this shit about 40X, and meanwhile, y- yeah, you're just jealous because you didn't get to see Mission Impossible fall- Fallout in 40X. I, I was That's planning on it. It was, out of, it was out of goddamn theaters in, in 10 seconds. Tim, here's the thing about the 4X game. Movies are in 4X for 4DX. a limited time. Jesus Christ, Tom. What? 4DX. 4DX. They're in 4DX for a very limited time. I didn't time. know this. I'm not in the 4DX game. I know. You got to get in the 4DX game. You can't just choose to jump in when a big 4DX movie comes out. You got to go see Suicide Squad in 4DX and suffer through that. Uh, I don't think I'm willing to do that. So <laughs> I've watched Mission Impossible Fallout on... Blu-ray, which you got me for my birthday last year, yeah. Tom. Uh, I watched it on a plane, and it was it was great on a plane. Yeah, I watch it anywhere. It's great. We watched it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, a bunch recently. of us went away uh, for a weekend, uh, and a bunch of kids went to sleep, so we mm-hmm. had to be quiet. Yeah, we had to watch it muted. <laughs> you and I watched it muted with the subtitles on, just kind of fast forwarding through the parts yeah, I was that were skipping through scenes, but like not that much. <laughs> we we no. sat there for. 
over an hour watching yeah. the action scenes. Yeah, because it had a, there was a big screen there. Yeah, I can't wait till Tom Cruise dies on film and they it's release be, it. They're, they're making two more. Yeah, I'm. Sh- I'm. I'll put money on it now. One, he's gonna do something in space for one of these next two. Yeah, if it's gonna be bullshit space things. I don't think it's going to be that interesting to watch. Yeah. I think it's just going to be like, they did it. You know, well, they, they went up in Elon Musk's rocket and this was actually in space. But that's the thing that I I like that this Mission Impossible didn't do. It's not like they're they're not doing anything for the sake of being like, hey, he did it. Like everything that they do mm-hmm. is cool. Yeah. And if there's something like, it looks like, oh, cool. Yeah. It isn't just like, oh, that's dangerous. It's like, that's dangerous and it looks and, awesome. And like, it's cool as shit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And like, they could have done this with a green screen, but like, it's 8% better that they didn't. Like, it looks right. 8% better on the screen. But you and know then, also. And then it feels 50% better because you know that, uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, Mission Impossible Fallout 2018. Go see it. Uh, my number one movie, which, uh, I will admit there's possibly some recency bias because I, I only saw it like a month ago, but I, I thought very highly of it, uh, is Parasite. That's your number one movie of the 20. That's, I left, that's the one I left off my, that's what I thought. Yeah. Uh, that movie ruled. Like that movie, I went, you know what? For no other reason than I went into that movie not knowing a single thing about it, and it was the best movie-going experience I've ever had. Going into a movie not knowing anything is great, but that movie in particular not knowing anything? Yeah. W- w- you couldn't pick a better movie to not know anything about going into it because the genre shifts a few times. Yeah. Um, and you probably shouldn't say too much. No. I will just say watch it. Tom, now- I'll just say this. Hey, watch it. <laughs> now let me ask you something. Mm-hmm. When a movie uh, that you're anticipating, yeah, is coming out, you go and do a whole bunch of sleuthing right. on the World Wide Web, the dark web. You are you're always looking for like, oh, who's Reeks. gonna be in this, and like, who oh, was spotted on set? Yeah, exactly. And two of your 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 top movies here mm-hmm. uh, are. are Parasite, which you went in not knowing anything about, and Avengers Endgame, which they kept everything under wraps. Right. And like nothing leaked. And those were two of the well, most was, enjoyable movies to you. I was going to say, think, too, on, on my list is. Uh, and Inception. Also, and, and you didn't know anything about well, that going and in. Sorry to Bother You, yeah. which like the trailer only kind of shows stuff from like the first hour of the movie. Maybe. Do you think maybe you should take the lesson of just like, hey, why don't I. Go in and experience the movie uh, without trying to figure out what the plot is before ahead of time, and just uh, d- see it as the filmmaker intended I, me. To I've see started it. doing that more. Like the lighthouse, I saw the first trailer and I was like, "Awesome, I'm gonna go see this." And I didn't see, I didn't watch any other trailers or anything yeah. for it. I did that for something else recently. Uh, oh, Knives Out. Uh, yeah, I which I just that. saw, and actually, I'll put that in an uh, honorable mention since it's still in theaters. Uh, that was a great movie, and same thing. Uh, I like Ryan Johnson. I watched the first trailer. I was like, "Awesome, I'm in." Also, this is like a mystery, so I don't want to see any more of it. 
And I think yeah. he even like tweeted out like the second trailer and said like, "Hey, if you're already going to see this movie, don't watch this trailer." <laughs> yeah, like it, it gives you know some things away. Yeah. I'd rather you if you're already going to go see it, don't watch. Yeah, like I'm I, all like for uh, going in cold. Yeah, um, I've been on a uh, what's his name Bong Joon Ho. Uh, Boone, I think Boon Joon Ho, or maybe I'm thinking June. J O O N. Uh, I mean, yeah, I knew of him, so that's I. But I didn't know he had a new movie out, and basically, Bong Joon Ho. Yeah, that's okay. Right. I heard Benny like June. Like, oh, he's got a new movie out, and it was like, oh, I liked his other movies, and he's got a new one out. And it's in theaters. I can go see it tomorrow. Great, I'm yeah. in. I'm not gonna look anything up. I've been on a kick. I watched that. I watched Snowpiercer and uh, Okja in. Uh, in like a three day span. Yeah, uh, uh, I haven't rules. seen Okja because I want to keep eating meat. But uh, Snowpiercer is also uh, Snowpiercer should have made my list. Great, even though um, Captain America doesn't have a shield in the movie for some weird reason. Yeah, they uh, they didn't want he didn't want to cast him because he was too strong, and that is a flaw of that movie. There's no way that. Uh, one of the peasants in the back car <laughs> would be that jacked. That's <laughs> yeah. why they had him in like, like oversized, who, bulky clothes. He's giving that guy 400 calories of protein <laughs> every day, though. Um, uh, number one for me, mm-hmm. my favorite movie of all time, The Intern. <laughs> Is it really number one for you? Yeah. Oh, Tom, you're a sick man. What do you mean? The Have you ever seen The Intern? No. Starring, uh, who is it, De Niro? Yeah. And, uh, and Anne Catwoman? Hathaway. Anne Hathaway and Robert De Niro. Catwoman from The Dark Knight Rises? <laughs> Your fifth favorite movie or something. Selena Kyle. She's never actually called Catwoman in it. Okay. Um, Tom, you know what this movie is? <laughs> what? It's a nice movie about adults being friends and being <laughs> nice to each other. It's just, it's just, it's just about people meeting each movie, other. You're saying and, like the cinematography is fantastic. I'm not, I'm, Tom. What I'm saying is, it was the most enjoyable. We, we, this is what we said. You know, who who knows? I don't know when an actor is good at acting. Yeah. So yeah, uh, it was. It's the movie that I've watched the most in the 2010s. How I many watch times it, have you watched it? I watch it every time I'm on a plane, and it's always on the plane. <laughs> Uh, it's been on, I think, TBS a lot lately. I've been watching it. Uh, I've, I've come across it. Uh, I don't even have cable. Uh, I have Sling TV. <laughs> just being on other at other people's houses. Yeah, uh, it's just it's a it's a lovely movie. I'll watch it from any point, and it's 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 kind of a fantasy world. It uh, it doesn't really exist. It doesn't really under. It revolves around the world of uh, e-commerce, mm-hmm. but they obviously don't know how. Uh, it, Nancy Myers is. Uh, you know, the a middle age, uh, an older middle aged lady, an older lady, um, who doesn't understand how the internet works. So, uh, d- d- that doesn't make any sense. Uh, but it's just about people being fucking nice to each other. And, and now, uh, uh, Owen Wilson and Vince Vaughn are in it too. That's that's a whole different movie. I think that was a Google commercial, <laughs> right? The internship was that. Yeah. What's your movie called? The intern. Oh, I see. So it is the sequel. Tom. Oh, it's a prequel because it came out after the internship. I think I think you will like this movie if you watch it. I'll watch that movie. You have more movies on your list that I haven't seen than I do on my list, I think. 
I think on my list here. Well, you've seen all the movies on your list. <laughs> I think on my list, have you seen Under the Skin? No. Uh, so I think it's just that and Avengers Endgame that you haven't Wait, seen. Wait, say your list again. Let's go. Let's go. Uh, one to ten again for for uh, Spider Man. Oh, Parasite, Inception, saw it, saw it. Avengers Endgame, yeah. four and a uh, <laughs> John Wick five. Nah, I didn't see that. Oh. I, you show you made me watch clips of it, and it was so horrifically yeah, violent that I could not watch it. You gotta see what they did to his dog, though. It's <laughs> it's know. justified. Six, sorry to bother you. Uh-huh. Seven, the master. Uh-huh. Eight, under the skins. Nine, ex machina. I didn't see that. And ten. Oh, really? Yeah, watch I've been meaning too. to. I know. Uh, and ten, Spider Man into the Spider Verse. Oh, well, and then half of them. Uh, let me go over my honorable mentions. Uh, OJ made in America, which no. I said is excluded because it's too long uh mad max fury road i i'm shocked that wasn't number one on your list you know what i feel like i've only seen it in theaters and i wonder if it won't translate to like Mm. watching it on my tv what about your monster tv i I thought about that because now Mm. i'm like oh i got this big tv maybe it is time to finally watch mad max fury road um also the babadook Oh, I haven't seen that, but yeah, yeah. I think it's not scary the second time around, which is why I didn't put it on, but mm-hmm. scary as heck the first time around. Yeah. And then- uh, Gay icon, the Baba Duke, yeah, right? Uh, apparently, I, that happened afterwards, but- I don't understand they, they how Twitter works. That's the it. only thing I know about the Baba Duke. Uh, and then also in my honorable mention, because it is not a feature-length movie, it's a short, uh, World of Tomorrow, which I think you've seen. What's that? Yeah, oh, what's his name made it? Her, her Oh, I actually haven't I've, I've seen the I've seen the first one. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Oh, and I loved it. So, you know, that's that shit's right up my alley. Yeah. yeah watch I gotta, World I gotta of watch Tomorrow. It. Yeah. Um, you're it's right. It's like, I don't know, 16 minutes or something. It's fantastic. So, you and ha- like that one I've seen. I've watched that probably like four times. It's very good. Nice. Uh, going through mine, you haven't seen The Intern. You've no. seen Mission Impossible. You yes. haven't seen Grand Budapest Hotel. No. OJ Made in America, you've seen The Farewell, mm. you have not. No. Get Out, you have. Yeah. Good Time, you no. haven't. Force Majeure, no. no. Inside Lewin Davis, no. Toy Story 3, Coco. No. And yeah. I haven't seen like most of your movies. My honorable mentions. Yes. Uh, Beasts of the Southern Wild. I haven't seen that, and that's another one I keep meaning to watch. That movie's just crazy. I don't know what I think about that movie. <laughs> it's bonkers. Uh, the Bridge of Spies. That's Tom another Hanks one I keep meaning Steven to Spielberg. watch. Yeah, how I could think- it be bad? I think it, it it's not, and uh, Joel and Ethan Cohen did a uh, a like punch a up on the yeah. on the script. Uh, the dialogue pops, baby. <laughs> uh, but uh, also, I don't know. It, I feel like I'm not a 65 year old man. I shouldn't. I shouldn't actually. <laughs> uh, and uh, my third boy, uh, this movie really swings. <laughs> uh, Lady Bird. Yeah, I was gonna. That was potentially in my honorable mention list because uh, I really like that movie. Yeah. Uh, it was a, you know, that's another nice movie. Yeah. Where like people are mean to each other, but then by the end they're nice to each other and they're like, oh, I'm glad they patched that up. Yeah. <laughs> or it's what the nun says to her at that one point. Uh, oh, fuck. No, I'm sure she doesn't say that. 
No, the nun says something. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Go to the plugs. (laughs) It made a real big impression on you. If you like the show, check out Complete the (laughs) TCG. Never mind. See you next year, everybody. We do own the Complete Guide to Everything at no, the complete guide to everything.com. I think we do no, own. No, don't do that. That's it's tcgt.com is, is the website. Uh, you can uh, follow us on Twitter at complete guide. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Tom Reynolds. Follow me at your pal, Tim. If you want to support the show, support our sponsors. Check them out, especially the knives. <laughs> if you're in the market for a knife, look at these knives. There's something else. Uh, also, uh, Amazon, or no, tcgt.com slash Amazon for your Amazon shopping. We had to change the link a little bit. It's not on our website anymore, but it's uh, if you go to that URL direct, you'll still get where you're going to be, baby. Uh, and patreon.com slash complete guide for our secondary podcast called Books the Podcast, where we're getting neck deep in uh, little women. Uh, I'm reading it. Gross. Telling Tim about it. It's going great so far. Uh, patreon.com slash complete yeah. guide uh, and you get all the back episodes yeah of, uh, and books. then you know what uh, speaking of Lady Bird mm-hmm. uh, she's in the movie of Little Women she directed it I think right oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know if she's in it no no wait Lady Bird is in <laughs> oh, it oh yeah Lady Bird is in and it and Greta Gerwig who, who directed Lady Bird Francis Ha yes Francis <laughs> Ha directed it right Mr. America directed it. You haven't seen Francis Ha, right? No, I got That's it. Also I'm sure that will be on my mention. list. And it's also like 87 minutes or yeah, something. Yeah, it's black and white, and it's like a, a single roll of film. It's great. What if you watched Fury Road in, in black and white as it they was intended to? They have that edition, to, uh, right? Yeah. I wasn't That's how intended? he wanted to. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. But then the colors in that movie are so cool. <sighs> yeah, the colors. Everything about that movie is cool. Man, uh, those you know colors what? really pop. Everybody talks about that guitar guy. I think that's a little cheesy. Yeah, and I don't like looking at like radiation blisters. Yeah, <laughs> I don't like that uh, part either. No, no, the whole movie is summed up. Lady Bird, Tom. Uh, when uh, uh, when a nun says the nun something says, to Lady Bird, don't you think they're the same thing? Love and attention. Ah, uh, we're uh, like Lady Bird is all. Upset because like she's like, uh, my parents are on my back, blah blah blah. blah. Is it parents like, or just her mom? It was her mom, Jackie yeah. from uh, Roseanne. Her dad is also kind of like a little checked out, and, yeah. Uh, but uh, but like the whole thing is just like, look, man, if people care about you, it's not always gonna be. Uh, it's fine. Everything's great. <laughs> go watch Lady Bird. Lady go, Bird's a great movie. Go watch Francis Ha. Go see Little Women in theaters soon. <laughs> Yeah, let's hear it for Greta Gerwig, everybody. She's great. I'm glad they didn't get that. Uh, uh, she was gonna do like the How I Met Your Wife spinoff. How I Met Your Father. Yeah, like yeah. that was. I'm like that would have sucked. She would have been doing that sitcom for like a decade, probably. Would have just kept going and going. Richer than she ever imagined. <laughs> right. <laughs> She'd be pulling down. Seventeen million dollars a year. Yeah, but, uh, but, but yeah. it's more interesting seeing her. <laughs> but we wouldn't have gotten this Little Women <laughs> adaptation. Yeah, yeah. Or somebody else would have done it. I mean, I'm gonna watch a Little Women adaptation. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna watch. Uh, well, I can't I watch this other show. Mm-hmm. I never saw How I Met. That's your what mother. happened. Uh, uh, Glenn Howerton was on that '80s show, yeah. the spinoff of that '70s show. If that hadn't gotten canceled, we wouldn't have Always Sunny or AP Bio. We might have had AP Bio. Yeah, by now, probably. But also, you know, 
thing? Hey, the butterfly effect, right? Yeah. Also- Ooh, maybe that should be a movie of the 2010s. <laughs> no, it was before 2010. Yeah. Glenn Howerton also auditioned to be uh, Superman in Superman Returns. Hmm. Didn't get it. Yeah, it wouldn't have made any difference even if he did. <laughs> no, still get it done. It's always sunny. <laughs> uh, thank you and good night. That was a HeadGum Podcast.